0: Hi, my name is Desiree, and my name is Jade, and welcome to the Tin Canular Podcast. This is a show all about our unfiltered opinions and unsolicited advice. Every week, we'll discuss a topic that applies to our lives that we think deserves some attention. It's going to be a mixture of our
1: serious thoughts, stupid ideas, wild conspiracies, ridiculous anecdotes, and more. So whether you want
0: to learn from our mistakes, be comforted by our thoughts, or if you're just in the mood to chat,
1: we've got the show for you.
0: Before we begin, let's get a quick disclaimer out of the way. Remember that this is just a podcast. We are not experts in anything. And a lot of what we say, if not most of what we say, is said in jest. Listener discretion is advised.
1: uh what's up guys welcome back to the podcast um you're here listening to desireeo as well as uh, i got my bro jude here i don't know if you want to say what's up to the people jude
0: yeah what's up uh how's everyone
1: doing yeah yeah that's what's up that's what's up yeah yeah i was i was actually telling um jude uh before we started recording i was like you know some of the advice that i've been getting about like i don't know experiencing the moment and stuff is <clears throat> just it's just been like real like mid you know what i mean like people out there don't really know how to like actually like do you pick up what i'm putting down no do no know but I, you know I know no I mean? but
0: for real like i've been feeling that like half of what people say to me is just like cap like half right. and it's like absolute cap and I, it's just like right like how do I, yeah. I like i need to get in my own lane and like fuck with my right. own people who like get it you right. know
1: yeah like and I, I don't know maybe you know we'll just put a put an, a, a pin in it maybe and like circle back to it but i just kind of wanted to bring up that touch point because
2: i just yeah. felt
0: like
1: that was like relevant, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Should women be allowed to vote? Uh
1: I th- I think that's a really nuanced it's question. It's tough.
0: It's t- like I would yeah, need to do more one. research
1: probably. <laughs> <laughs> actually is the nuance for me because yeah. like literally whatever they ask like do people deserve human rights like they're yeah. like that's a really nuanced nuanced question, question. actually no, like i nuanced. love
2: that
0: i love watching like alpha male podcasts for research purposes not because i'm relating to anything Same, and yeah. when <laughs> when it'll be something like yo like would you ever date a sex worker like if your girlfriend had an only fans like how would you be their responses are crazy because it's always like no, bro, like, that means that, I mean, if I'm just thinking intellectually, that means she's an absolute whore, and I don't want anything to do with her. And it's like,
1: what? That was, how did y'all come out with that? Like, what? Like, and they say it with their full chest. They're, like, yeah. strong and proud and loud with it. Like, yeah. it actually, it's, it's, a, it's a form of audacity that I – have yet to, I had yet to encounter. And so like in this day and age, like truly when I like scroll through Instagram and I see like those, like, I don't know, those reels with like the alpha male podcasts. And it's unironic. Like it's to the point where I engage with it so much that I actually get, unironically get these alpha male podcasts um, popping up. And it was actually through that that I had my first experience with, like, Andrew Tate. I, I put it on my story. Do you remember, Jade? I put it on my yeah. story, the one where he was, like, I thought we had a conversation about it. But it, it was it was him, um, basically, like, he was being interviewed by this 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 female, to <laughs> use his lingo, um, this female. And she was, like, okay, well, if we were dating and we went on vacation together. <gasps> like, yes,
2: yes, um, yes, yeah, yes, yeah.
1: yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do remember this, yes. Yeah. And and he was like, well, I mean, if we go on vacation together, that's fine. But you can't go on vacation by yourself. And she was like, why? And he was like, well, I own you. So if I say, if I say no, that means what does that mean? That means no. And he literally started shouting over her I was like, Oh, yeah. snap. So wasn't this he, is the Andrew Tate Oh yes. that wasn't, I've been hearing
0: about. Wasn't he saying stuff like, basically, like, I can go on a boy's trip. We can go on a couple's trip. You cannot go on a girl's right, trip. Right, right, like, With The way right. his voice is, by the way, like, this, like, weird posh accent, like, slipping through the cracks. He'll literally be like, be like, if a girl has Instagram, that means she's a cheater. I <laughs> mean, she's a cheetah. Like, it's, like, <laughs> so weird. I actually kind of love Andrew Tate. Because he to me is like some of the stuff he says is just so outrageous, and the way in which he says it is so outrageous that to me he is hurting his own cause in many ways. It's uh-huh. the more dangerous brand to me is the guys we were sort of emulating who are like really calm with it. Uh, whereas Andrew Tate is saying stuff like <laughs> my favorite thing, I say, I quote this all the time. I don't know if you've heard this one, Desiree. He says that. If you're in a heterosexual relationship, right? He says, uh-huh. a woman, just generally, biologically, cannot have sex without having emotion attached to it. Sex is inherently an emotional act for women. Men, right. however, that's not the case. So, of course if not. he is dating you and he sleeps with another woman, it's not cheating because it's not emotional, it's just exercise.
1: Yeah, I know. I, so I did see that. I did see that. Yeah. I did see that. It, yeah. Like, there's nothing. J- There's nothing cheating about cheating, okay, guys. Like literally, there's like you, if if, as a woman, if you cheat, then or if you're emo, if you if you have sex with someone, automatically you want to like have that person's babies. You want to get married. You want to run off into the sunset. Yeah. Um. But me, I just have absolutely no. I'm a man. I'm a man. Bro, it's I do not have attachments during sexual intimacy at all, bro.
0: And it's like at that point. At that point then, why don't you – I'm going to have to cut out what I'm about to say. <laughs>
1: <At> <laughs> yeah, that point, why don't you do that?
0: <laughs> I do have to say, and this is like a comment on censorship. Andrew Tate did get banned from like TikTok and Instagram and stuff uh, for a little bit. And when that happened, I was like
1: mm-hmm. – Oh, only for a little bit? I thought it was like indefinite. Or is he still
0: not on? Maybe maybe he's Oh, I still I don't know. off. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm I'm speaking without knowledge. But what it upset me when he was banned. And here's why. Do I agree with his rhetoric? No, not at all. Do I <laughs> do I think that he's like a good role model for people? Like, no, absolutely not. However, by banning him, those sites gave him more legitimacy than he could have ever had. His fans literally doubled in size. His following doubled in size once he was banned. Because... Oh. To those people who believe that they are. Yes, precisely. And by banning someone, you're giving them credibility. You're giving them like a legitimate, the the concept of legitimacy or this idea that what they're saying has so much truth in it, it needs to be withheld. For those people who are in that mindset already, a banning, like someone getting banned proves that they're like the leader to listen to. So that like, it frustrated me because I was like, you know if you just let him have his thing and everyone just kind of is like, whatever, this guy's like an idiot, then we kind of undermine most of his rhetoric by making it fringe. Now we've given it cultural weight and social weight. And the way to combat him is by being like, he's an idiot. Like I just like, that's an idiot. My favorite TikToks about him are the people (laughs) who take that one photo of him jumping into a, um, uh, floaty tube yeah you know, like this well my
1: favorite my favorite Andrew Tate um, meme is actually I don't know if you've seen this this guy who looks like Andrew Tate and he's like they're a dancer yes um, yes so yes, yeah yes. yeah 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 like I, I love that because like literally like this person looks exactly like Andrew Tate but is like doing the most like feminine like sort of like flamenco yes. dancing and yes. stuff like that it's like oh my god Andrew you look so yes. good you look so good king, there uh, king you look so king. good uh, yeah no those are my favorite
0: uh, enough about him because like he already gets talked about too much and look but this is a safe space for the girlies, okay?
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> this you is safe space safe here. <laughs> yeah, this is safe
0: space for all. Um, Desiree, how are you doing?
1: <laughs> I, you know, it's funny. I've been dying for you to to ask, them, ask actually, that actually, yeah. because literally, I want to just let the whole world know. That one of my favorite authors released a book two days ago, <laughs> and I was able to snag a um an actual like a hard copy with like her actual signature in like the new book. So I've been reading that like literally it's just been, oh my god, it's me, it's been me in that book. I haven't even been like working like literally my my job is gonna listen to this and be like oh my god you're fired immediately. <laughs> but I'm super excited about it. So that has like actually been lifting my spirits lately. Yeah. Um, but other than that, you know, it it just brings light um to my life so that's 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 like one of the good things that's been going on um a funny story jade you've definitely seen this on my story today um uh, yeah (laughs) i'm gonna keep it real short (laughs) i had i had a very interesting experience today um that has actually been a continue like a building up over the last couple of weeks, but it's like come to like a bit of a head today. But anyway, long story short, I'm in the I'm in uh, basically I, I I have a remote job, so I get to work um, from cafes if I so want. So I'm in the cafe, and uh, our story actually begins weeks ago. Um, but <laughs> basically, it's the exact same setting, but just weeks ago. So I'm in the cafe doing my ting or whatever and um next to me there's like a table that's like open like anyone could sit on it and so um this couple comes in and is like hey can we sit at your table and i was like absolutely like come on in so they sat next they sat down and before they sit down i noticed that the the woman like the the young woman who was of the couple like had winked at me and i was like oh okay like cool like i mean i i didn't really i was just like a wink like i, I don't know i'd never mm-hmm. i'd never experienced like a, a wink." lately, you know, like, so not at, at least like I've seen winks from like older men, you know what I mean? But it's just yeah. not something that I see coming from like young people or it's like peculiar. young
0: women. It's peculiar. It was a peculiar one. Yeah. So I was
1: just like, okay, maybe she's winking because she's, and maybe she's like, you know, sorry, we're like taking up your space or something. I'm, it makes no sense. But that was what I was saying in my, and so they sat down and like, they look like a very new couple. They're very, very much in love, very touchy feely. And I was like, okay, like period. Um, and then they eventually leave and I thought nothing of it. Um, today I go back to that same cafe, and she comes in without her man, and she is ga gaga eyes. She is literally flicking the hair. She is doing the pouty lips. She is looking at me. I'm like, not you, not you, feeling me. When I know, when I know you have a man, I've you seen your just man in here with him. <laughs> don't just. you no i saw you guys together don't do that the thing is is like i mean i i I don't date women but in any case like i literally know that you're in a relationship like this this shit is actually off the wall she's like no Um, he's just a
0: friend he's just a friend girl like but
1: you guys were not friendly okay (laughs) like you guys were not friendly that was my little excitement for the day i don't have much going on to be honest jade over to you (laughs) what's what's your day been like
0: My day's been hectic, but life is really good right now. You guys, um, I have a gig coming up. I'm playing live in Los Angeles Ah! on on the 29th. So um, we record these in advance. So by the time this goes up, I think I'll have already done it, I think. Or I will will have just done it. I don't know. But um, yeah, so... Yeah. It's been a lot of like getting that ready, um, working with um, the band and like practicing. It's like all my originals or it's some of my originals. Um, and it's been really fun organizing. I'm like so excited slash nervous about it. I have a hot ball of stress and excitement in my chest that just like grows uh, one when of I the think best about it.
1: Ways, one of the best ways to be, I feel like.
0: Yeah. You know when you like you start excitement to think about the thing? Yeah. You start to think about the thing and you feel like your, your chest almost gets, like, a no, little fair tighter. Enough. And, I
1: mean, you still got a ways to go as well. Like...
0: Yeah. Thank God. I, I mean, feel... I had to get a band together. You guys, this is my first live show in L.A. Um, since moving out here. And so I didn't have, like, a band that I could just call up and be like, hey, guys, I have a gig. Like, want to come do it? So it was a process of getting people who know people through other people, asking them if they were available on rehearsal days and on the actual performance day. Um, so, it's been a bit of a mad dash, but I'm hoping it all pays off at the finish line. Um, so, I'm super excited oh, it's about so that. Well. Also, I think it's worth mentioning <laughs> that my sister listened finally to this show. She used to be like the biggest Hi fan Quinn. of our past show. Hi,
1: Ooh. Quinn. She- I, can we say that? Her can name? we say her name? I already Did said her name.
0: N- no, no, no. I doxed her. Okay, like, okay. <laughs> I doxed her like last episode <laughs> or something. <laughs> um yeah (laughs) quinn also designed our logo so if you're looking at our logo right now as you're listening know that she popped off on that um oh my
1: god she did the damn thing
0: she really did no every time Mm -hmm. um anyways quinn is like a very smart lovely wonderful person she's super talented (laughs) she was listening to our podcast and she texted me she said i'm so obsessed um but it's so funny because you guys are two very intelligent women who went to like one of the top universities in the UK. And then you get on these microphones and you're like, protect your energy. (laughs) I was like, I realized, and she was like, I hope other people can sense that you guys are intelligent through it all. Because she was like, that contrast is really fun for me. I wonder if others just think that you guys are stupid. And I was like, you know,
1: let it be what it is. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? You guys can honestly, you know what? Yeah. You know, it's fine. It's fine. Honestly, just like think of us how you want to. There's probably, there are so many brain cells in my, in my brain that are indeed stupid. So we're just going to let them live. We're going to let them shine.
0: Well, my thought processes, and I was talking to her about this. I was like, you know, it's really, this show is, I want people to listen and just like laugh and relax and like, have a good time and like feel like they're in the room with us spilling tea. Like that's kind of what it is because so much of life is serious. So much Mm -hmm. of life is, you know, requires intellect and requires deep introspection. It's nice to just sometimes listen to a podcast where we're talking about our worst dates,
1: (laughs) you know, and like, you know, and just go completely head empty. Yeah. Many thoughts, but the thoughts that are not suffocating, Precisely. And, uh, yeah, like very shallow thoughts.
0: Yeah, we might as well. It's good. It's good for the soul, I think, to sometimes yeah. just engage in a in a jovial manner. Speaking of which, our topic for the week is not that jovial, <laughs> not jovial at all. <laughs> and my lowdown is like is like very
1: thoughtful but
0: i think that we should just hop into it shall we
1: absolutely i'm super excited actually
0: i'm also (laughs) excited okay let's see let's see i
1: think think every 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 episode where we talk about like these sorts of like (laughs) these sorts of themes like i can think of a million stories in which i'm going to get myself in trouble me too
0: me (laughs) too I literally, I can't wait for the Because, okay, guys, I'm sure you saw in the title of the episode. The theme of the week is rejection.
2: Rejection, <laughs> And bitch. I have oh. such,
0: I have a very good moment where I've been harshly rejected by someone. And mm-hmm. so I would just, like, I can't wait to tell that story and embarrass myself. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm so
1: ready as it's, well. I'm so ready.
0: It's I've been seeing this thing, like, people will on TikTok, like, post they'll just like admit to embarrassing things from their their life or like ugly photos they've taken or something and the comments will be people saying stuff like you couldn't waterboard this information out of me and here you <laughs> and here you go like <laughs> posting it on purpose like that's how i feel like i'm about to tell embarrassing stories that most people are, would die with you know
1: right right um, right but you know what the thing is is uh, you got to you don't you don't try to kill the cringe part of you you try to kill the part of you that cringes
0: that's so true because that's what we're doing here that is because and that's actually kind of in my uh write-up i'm like we need to reclaim rejection
1: it doesn't have to be
0: as scary and serious as we make it absolutely so i'll
1: get into it go on girl let's get into it here we go
0: birth death sex Laughter, movement, seasons, sunrise, sunset. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Wait, sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you said birth, I was like, oh my god, rejected at birth. <laughs> Damn, like, it was so fucking harsh. <laughs> what did you think when death followed that? Rejected in death? <laughs> I, just, I don't know. I, I literally just heard birth and I was like, oh, oh my god, that's <laughs> so fucking dark. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay.
0: Oh, sorry, Michelle's like licking his fucking lips <laughs> into my mic. He's going like, <laughs> he's been dead quiet this whole time, and now he's like,
1: <laughs> like, and I just know my microphone's picking it up.
0: Okay. <laughs> Starting from the top. Mm-mm. Birth, death, sex, laughter, movement, seasons, sunrise, sunset. Certain elements of our world are intrinsic are unavoidable and impactful pieces of our lives. Naturally occurring phenomena aren't solely allocated to the environment, and despite the amount of control we believe we exert over our lived trajectories, some parts of life are inescapable. This includes a lesser enjoyed and more socially taboo natural occurrence, rejection. There is no one on this planet who will not face rejection at least once in their lives, whether it be in their career, in friend groups, in their extracurricular hobbies, in romance, what-have-you. On the playground, Samantha said you can't join in the game of hide-and-seek. That person you were talking to at the pub never texted you back. Your boss gave a flat-out no when you asked for a promotion. The barista said she would not remake your latte because you spilled it. You didn't get an invite to the birthday party you thought you were shooing for, and the morning bus driver did not laugh at your joke. All of these scenarios are unspecial. They're commonplace. They're as a part of life as making your bed in the morning. So why is it that we can feel like melting when these things happen to us? And why is it that we all shy away from talking about it openly? When we turn to biology, much is actually made clear. Please note that I'm a social science girl, (laughs) so I don't rely on biological processes as the sheer determinant for our behavior. But as a believer in social replication determining our behaviors, it's understandable that these animalistic urges have been carried through the ages and informed our responses to specific events. Biologically speaking, averse reactions to rejection are as natural as rejection itself. In a sexual or romantic context, rejection can feel like what is called a survival threat, whereby the natural inclination to prolong your genetic line has just been hindered. The animal instinct says, oh no, you're not worthy. You're a low value mate, to quote Andrew T. No one will ever want to be with you. To quote an academic paper on mate rejection from an evolutionary perspective written by Ashley Kelly, Fiona Barlow, and Shelley Dubs, it's easy to cry when you realize that everyone you love will either reject you or die. Damn. That's <laughs> oh, yeah. really, everyone, <laughs> that very harsh. They, but they ate, those three women, Ashley Kelly, Fiona Barlow, and Shelley Dubs, they ate with that. It's easy oh to cry God. when you realize that everyone you love will either reject you or die
2: okay what a way of
0: looking
1: at life like
0: by the way something i did not need to see on my wednesday morning when i did that research
1: (laughs) i was like oh my god that's insane can you imagine looking at everyone in your life and be like being like so which one are you are you gonna die are you gonna reject me (laughs) because it's one it will be one of them (laughs) it's giving judas actually judas (laughs) judas and like judas you know like where it's like one one of you is going to betray me (laughs) You, you feel, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like not to Jesusify myself here, but like, I'm like, sitting one at the, of you.
0: You sitting at the Last Supper, one of you is going to reject me when I try and kiss you tonight. <laughs> Which one of you is it going to be? Hmm? Huh? <laughs> me, me, me on Hinge, looking at all my matches. One of you is going to reject me. <laughs> one of you will betray me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In a friendship or even menial relationship context, like the bus driver and barista I was talking about, rejection triggers a fear in our brains that the quote unquote pack is going to kick us out, that we are no longer a fitting member of the group and that we have acted against the norms. As a social animal, this is a frightening thought. In fact, there's even been studies done that show that social rejects have a shorter lifespan than those who are part of the pack. What rejection really does is tell us about worth and that scares us. It makes us turn inward and ask with reckless abandon, are we worthy for love, for our dream job, for the friends we have, for that external validation, whatever it may be, that we so desperately wanted? When faced with rejection, it suddenly feels like the answer to all those questions is no. But we know that's not true. So let's talk about rejection some more and explore, why is it so scary? Why do we all try so hard to avoid it? And additionally, let's tell some funny stories of times we've been deeply rejected and just laugh it off.
2: Woo!
1: Time to get into some trauma!
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're trauma bonding with our
1: audience. It's truly trauma bonding right now. Um, First of all, amazing overview. Lovely um, just introduction to the topic. Uh just in case you guys, I guess maybe some of you out there are not familiar with the rejection, maybe some of the perfect listeners are not uh familiar. But There's no way. I'm glad. Yeah, you perfect know, I'm listening that, to this. This <laughs> is questionable. Questionable. Yeah.
0: I'm rejecting you right now. <laughs> I'm going to reject all yeah. of you. For those, can you imagine I'm like for those of you that have never faced rejection, I don't like you. I don't want you here. I don't here. like you.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm rejecting I you right now. I actually want to cordially reject you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Oh boy. I think in listening to that entire overview, like, I think there, like, there is such a part of me that exists, uh, so deeply within myself that just heard that and is just like, first of all, feels seen. Right. Secondly, wants so badly not to talk about it. Yeah. And that's like exactly the reason why I'm going to talk about it. Yeah. Um, because like I just kind of feel like rejection, okay, first of all, when you go through it, it's absolutely horrible. Awful. Um, uh, but I honestly think it's like one of the best teachers in life, actually. Oh, because yes. oh my God. Like you know, looking back on the things that I've been rejected from, the people who have rejected me, uh, the situations that I've been rejected from and all of that, I'm like, oh my god, thank God. Yeah.
0: Thank oh God I god. didn't yes. like it ah! always have like uh, the the saying everything happens for a reason is just true because if you want to be hippy dippy about it you can say you know there's a plan for you you know everything happens for a reason yeah. if you want to be just logical the truth is is that you will pursue a path following rejection or following acceptance that will take yeah. you somewhere eventually that you like to be because it's the only thing you know so then you will be thankful for that critical event that's split your trajectory. Do you know what I mean? Like everything happens for a reason. Like, thank God for the rejections I've faced. Oh my God.
1: Yeah. You know what? Like, I think that now, and I'm only hoping that it gets better and better, but now at my very ripe age of literally early twenties, um, I'm like, I'm coming face to face more with like, I guess my inner demons, uh, that have been involved in like sort of my rejection kind of experiences. And I'm, I'm coming I'm coming to understand like that part of myself better. And yeah. luckily I'm at this point where I can start to like face those demons because, um, in, I mean, oh my God, literally my rejection started, my rejection experiences started in high school. Like we started, we started, um, out the gate in high school. <laughs> um, and so I feel like because there were years of that, um, yeah. I can now like kind of like, face that part of myself but like obviously that's not like my story isn't unique in a lot of ways because I feel like quite a lot of us from like a very young age we're going through like sort of experiences and things that were going on with us is like in terms of rejection self-rejection yeah friends rejecting you your crushes rejecting you in like high school yeah. and I feel like yeah like that's obviously only been sort of like um developing and following this evolution as we've been getting older but like I'm trying to think of my first experience like that I can remember as like a teen of being rejected oh god um
0: the thing is I don't even know that I could remember it because I think like some of my first rejections is probably like when you're so young and you get like an answer wrong in class and the teacher says no and I know that's not like a proper rejection but when you're young, like, sometimes that can feel it feels horrible. so yeah. isolating and embarrassing. Um, yeah. And sort of, like, like I was saying in the write-up, like, evidence that you're not worthy or that you, yeah, in fact, you are stupid and you're not good yeah. at math. Like, I'm sure mine happened when I was in, like, kindergarten and I, like, no one laughed at my joke or something. I think that yeah. must have been it. <laughs>
1: I, it's actually funny that you say that because like, I, yeah, now I'm like, oh, rejection really was happening since I was like a kid. A child. <laughs> um, a child. Because yeah, I think like that is like sort of a universal kind of experience where you were a kid in the classroom. And I remember with mine in particular, all of my teachers, like I was like, I wasn't a class pet, but I was a class favorite mm-hmm. and for a lot of my teachers. And it was actually fifth grade. And um, I was caught talking in class. <gasps> and I think... Yeah. Oh! I know I was caught talking in class and um, my teacher was like, Desiree, can you please be quiet? Like she kind of like was really short with me and Mm. I literally busted out into tears in front of the entire classroom because I was like, oh my God, (laughs) like she hates me. Like everything's horrible. I've been rejected.
0: I had that with teachers a lot too. I remember I was a goody two shoes, teacher's pet 100%. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually all the way until through university (laughs) and um I remember in like maybe I don't know I was really young really really young there was a girl in class who was talking at me while the teacher was talking and she was playing with my hair and I was nervous because I didn't know how to tell her to shush without being rude but I didn't want the teacher to think I wasn't listening to him anyways he was like he like turned and he was like Jade stop distracting insert name of other child and I was heartbroken my heart felt like it I can still feel the way it felt like I was like no he hates me now I was like he hates he's never gonna see me the same way again Um, yeah and it's so funny because then when you're an adult you think about like scolding a child and it's just so you don't think anything of it you're just like well they're being a kid so I just I need to correct their behavior but it's not in my head like in my head my teacher was like she's a bad kid that's a bad yeah, kid. A I was wrong egg. about her. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I'll never see her the same. And you know what? You you get the dunce hat, yeah. dunce. <laughs> bro. That was that's crazy that I used to do. that. Yeah, that was a thing. <laughs> like that's like crazy. Well, you know what? Actually, that's a reminding me. Um, during my elementary school days, during my primary school days, uh, my second grade teacher, if you did something wrong, um, she would actually threaten to sit on you. What? it's <laughs> like she would actually she would threaten to sit on you Please. and one day she actually sat on the kid she like actually got the kid sat him down in the chair and she sat on him what? and i was like wait, what? she did it right Desiree, 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 Desiree,
0: Desiree, Desiree.
1: yeah <laughs> first of all there needs to be an internal review <laughs> What? <laughs> what she would what? sit on him girl yeah yeah, and like I mean, uh, you can imagine a second grader like is not very big at all. And, uh... <laughs> this cannot be real. And, yeah,
0: it happened. It happened. What?
1: So I luckily I was never sat on. Like I was, it, it took it took a lot to to get sat I on. I feel like you're um, still. Grade.
0: I feel like you're like lost in the sauce because I feel like you don't realize like how crazy what you just said is. You're just like, yeah, thank God. I mean, I didn't get sat on, um, but it was a fear. It was a fear. Like hello, is child protective services needs to be called. What? Who even thinks about sitting on a bed? <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: like, it's like Matilda level, Mrs. Trunchbull sort of stuff. What are you talking okay, about? Like, she, she, she. Oh yeah, she, she sapped that ass on those students when they let me sit this
2: hey, <laughs>
1: <fun>. <laughs> and so you have but I you feel. know what that one that one goes out for all my developing people who grew up in the developing world girlies yeah you guys know you guys know that <laughs> you guys know that struggle <laughs> Teacher sitting on you teacher sitting on you capital punishment you, um <laughs> you you going to uh, you, you coming to the west you're like, so when, when's this teacher going to sit on me? <laughs> when are they going to sit on me? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Holy shit. But yeah, I mean like thinking about elementary school, thinking about like that kind of era. Yeah. Those were like the main sorts of rejections that I can remember. It was really, truly about like teachers liking me, obviously like, you know, your friends liking you as well. Um But that's sort of like heightened. I feel like the friendship aspect definitely heightened in like when, when high school came around Yeah. and yeah, now it's like, oh wait, I actually need to be like everyone else. Like I need to be like everyone else in order to be accepted into like certain friend groups and things of that sort. Right off the bat, as soon as I got into my first uh, high school that I went to um, back at home, I immediately stood out like a sore thumb immediately Mm. Um, because I one thing about me it's it's actually very strange I don't know if you know this Jade it's like it's 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 (laughs) so funny when I look back on it now I love journaling um I I I usually like I journal at least like maybe like three or four times a week um and my love of journaling actually started when I was like entering high school okay um and when I was lonely nervous or scared or panicked I would just literally take out my notebook and write okay so i would literally be outside all of like the other kids would be like what are you doing and like that's actually how i made my first friends because they came over and they were like why are you always writing in that book that's actually so weird like that's not actually you, so so strange not
0: you being the like main character in a disney channel original. oh yeah like
1: you know me me tucking my hair behind my ear. what's hair? that girl on instagram that girl.
0: what's that girl on instagram who does all of those so well is it yasmin oh my god it's yasmin yeah yeah yasmin. yeah <laughs> you're
1: like her like guys can't see me but i'm actually i'm actually tucking my hair behind my ear i was just like a really thoughtful kid but it wasn't like there was no there wasn't actually anything cute about it i was like actually scared and i was just like i'm just gonna write instead yeah and it was awkward and like anyone who like obviously was 12 or 13 or 14 you know how awkward that shit was like there was nothing disney channel about that like it was real ugly <laughs> not real ugly. <laughs> real ugly like just not i was straight up not having a good time um but yeah like i i think those are like the the beginning sort of like memories that i had and then on top of that like i i think i'd mentioned before that i'd like kind of like skipped or not like i'd kind of i'd done high school in like different countries so i i did high school back at home um in the bahamas and then i also did high school in the u.s that was oh my god like the the rejection or the feelings of rejection that i had moving to a new country was like on a million mm. was actually like on a thousand yeah um because not only like not only was i like i don't know like within my own like um within my own nationality i kind of like stuck out Now, I'm not even the nationality that most of these people are in, um, that these people are. And also, also, this institution was a predominantly white institution. So that was the first time that I was like, me as a black woman was introduced to that sort of sphere. So the self-rejection, the rejection that came up because of that, like, literally, like, it was just something I'd never um, experienced before. Yeah. So y'all, I was in the trenches because I like, it's just awkward enough growing up, you know, but like to be the immigrant, to be the, you know, like a racial minority, that was really weird. Yeah, That was weird. That was real weird.
0: Do you think that the time you were there, you were shyer than you truly are because you were trying to avoid potential rejection? Like, do you think you reverted inward to protect yourself from rejection? I think
1: I think I actually was, I think I overall, like there, there hit a point um, during my teenage years where I actually became like more extroverted, but like up until like 15, I was absolutely introverted naturally. Yeah. So I just didn't want people talking to me. I didn't want people around me. Um, And like, it became
0: even worse. <laughs> just didn't want people around.
1: I didn't want people around me. Like literally, I just didn't care. Um, So it, it became more so. Um, in that way. But you know what? The thing is, is like, I shit on my experience in Florida, but actually towards the end, like people actually started warming up to me and I started warming up to people. And that's exactly when I moved to Canada. (laughs) Oh, it's always the best, isn't it? Literally, that's that's exactly
0: when I moved. That's like the expat experience is like the second you start having a good time. You're like, anyways, time to move to the next place. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) It's like the second you get your footing, time to jump
1: time to go. And then, like, I mean, at that, at the time that I moved to Canada for high school, that was when I was, like, kind of, like, in my more mature sort of teens. So now we're not even, like, dealing with just friendship stuff. We're, like, dealing with, like, more, like, guys now, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, So, like, as we mentioned in in earlier episodes, I was a bit of a late bloomer.
0: (laughs) Same. Same. Yeah,
1: like, a bit of a late bloomer um, in all areas of life, really. But, um, I don't know, when I started to get, like, older and I started, like, Um, not only crushing on guys, but like wanting to go after them Mm -hmm. was when the soul-crushing rejection started.
0: Wait, I'm also (laughs) realizing... (laughs) I'm also realizing that you're the same as me um, in that you were younger than everyone in your same grade, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So that was me too. So when we call ourselves late bloomers, the truth is we were like blooming on time, but you're in a group of people who are (laughs) a year or two older than you. Literally. When you're like 17, 18, that doesn't really matter. When you're you're 13 and you have classmates who are 15 or like the difference it's be, it's striking it's comical and it's, it's laughable striking. and it's actually cruel. It's, cruel
1: it's cruel it's cruel it is actually very cruel yeah when i started trying to quote unquote because it was like a feeble attempt at trying to pursue guys it never went well it absolutely <laughs> never ever 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 went well yeah like i i thought that i could like kind of be subtle and like drop hints um, and there was this guy at the time, oh my God, I had like tons of crushes in high school, <laughs> but there was this guy at the time. And I remember this one cause like this rejection was so stark. Oh no. um, <clears throat> Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Jade. Oh yeah. Um, basically I had just been like dropping clues kind of like, you know, like doing like, you know, like doing, um, uh, sort of like, mannerisms that would kind of allude to the fact that I had a crush on this person (laughs) and um one day like my my best friend in high school was talking to this person's best friend in high school and uh that's that person who I was crushing on their best friend said uh to my best friend hey does does Desiree have a thing for uh so-and-so and my best friend was like, oh, my God, here's her chance. I'm going to say, like, yeah. And she was like, yeah, like, she does. And that person's best friend was like, yeah, like, he can tell. I can tell. And it was like, it was like, it was like a, can you tell her to just, like, cool it? Um. And my best friend came back to me and was like, girl, I if I were you, I would, I would, like, cool it. And, oh, my God, I... I think I can still feel how that felt. No, it felt like it felt like ice running through my veins. Like it felt like cold. It just yeah. felt so cold. And I don't. And I don't blame that person who I had a crush on because I was doing the absolute most. Um, and I had no gauge on like actually how to be sexy or how to do any of those things. Like at yeah. fifteen, come on. Um, I might have been sixteen. <laughs> but. Like, you know, like at that age, like you just don't know, you have no gauge on that sort of thing. Yeah. Um. But I remember like that feeling was just like, oh my God, like I calculated, I miscalculated, like everything was just, it was just wrong. And yeah, like, I mean, obviously you live and you learn. And so like, it, it didn't like go on to like negatively affect me for the rest of my life. But yeah, like I can remember that was the first time that I realized, oh my God, like that, that, that person rejected me.
0: Yeah. Do you know what though this is rejected. like rejected? Yeah. <clears throat> that is when you're like I'm don't, you know, I don't blame the person who rejected me. This no, is the of sort not. of like notion we need to all get cool with. Like we all need to get cool with the idea of being rejected and accepting that that is like as valid an option as acceptance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, I'm not speaking about like marginalization or exile from a group because of, you know, <laughs> something because of something like awful. You know, if you're rejected because, I don't know. I, I mean, like, it just in, if,
1: if maybe that person is just not into you. you know? Yeah. That right? is just into you. Yeah.
0: Obviously, if we're talking about like hateful contexts in which people face rejection, that's very different. But when we're talking yeah. about like, you know, someone being like, yeah, I just don't. I'm just not interested. I think we yeah. need to all grow so much more comfortable with that because it is just part of. It's just the way it goes. Like, and you will yeah. reject people yourself inevitably. That's the
1: thing. And That's
0: the thing. I think if we had a more, if we were all more like cool with that in society, generally speaking, we'd have a lot less like incels. Speaking of Andrew Tate, yep. it's very like yeah. It's these like a lot of people who follow that sort of mindset believe that they are entitled to, entitled to. Um, acceptance from everyone and that rejection is like a slight to them when the truth is is rejection is actually unfair yeah yeah exactly it's like I Mm -hmm. I am owed that person I'm owed interest from that person yeah and the truth is rejection is you know very normal and natural and very unpersonal actually it kind of has very little to actually I mean it has to do with you but it's it's not that that person hates you or thinks that you're the worst it's just not yeah, it's not working.
1: This the stars just didn't align, yeah. and it is what it is. And like honestly, like everyone who's listening to this, like obviously, has an experience where they've been rejected. But all of us have an experience when we've been doing the rejection. Oh, the rejecting. Yes. Come on. So like you know like. When you reject someone, you're not like, and I hate their face, and I hate everything about them, and you're exactly. never gonna be worthy of anybody. Exactly. Like that <laughs> never happens. Like you're no. you're 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 just like you're just not doing you know you're not you're just not doing it for me, and there's nothing wrong with you. It's just like it's just not in the stars for us. Yeah, you know.
0: I think about I, I feel like I faced a lot of rejection in like, you know, academic in academia or in like extracurriculars like in music you know people don't like the way I would sing or people didn't want to work with me or something like that so I think I faced rejection in those areas quite a bit throughout high school I think I really avoided any romance as we talked about last episode probably had a fear for rejection I was like I just can't do that so I'm just going to play it's so coy so that no one can really hurt me <laughs> but in yeah <laughs> But one time I was rejected in the romantic sphere, um, in university. And this one's pretty brutal. Actually, this one's pretty, it's not personal, but like it stung, it stung really bad. Desiree's like furrowing her brow cause she doesn't remember. I wonder if you will remember as I tell. Okay. Desiree and I were in an era in which we had both downloaded Slender
1: Oh my god! Like this story, like I'm so embarrassed to even tell this story. Again. Me folding my arms, I'm like dead ass, I do not know what you're talking
0: about. You might not remember it because, well, as I'll explain, you had an event happen that same night. So it's I think your memory. Oh, so
1: we both are rejected. <laughs> no, no,
0: you weren't rejected. You weren't rejected. But I think that your memory maybe is eclipsing that. Do you know? Okay. Okay. So basically, okay. basically, I um had matched with someone on Slender Uh, or one of my matches had said like, Hey, why don't we go out for drinks at this one pub in, um, our university town on like Wednesday night or something. And I was like super down Desiree, one of Desiree's matches had said that they should go that same night to the same pub. So Desiree and I were like, Oh my gosh, that's cursed. That's awful. But looks like we're both going to be on dates at this one pub (laughs) in St. Andrews. Okay, so then, <laughs> remember, St. Andrews is a very small town. Very this small. may be, these plans were maybe made on the weekend, okay? Um, individual of one another. We had no idea. And then, like, we were talking about, oh, we have dates planned. And we realized we were going to be at the same place, same time, with two different guys. I go to the library with one of our flatmates at the time. And she knows the guy that I've matched with through someone she's friends with. And we're in the library together and she goes, oh my God, Jade, like that guy, let's call him, let's call him, um, Dave. She's like, oh my God, Jade, Dave, the guy you matched with, like he's in the library with us, like on the same floor. And I'm like, oh my God, where, which one? She points him out. I'm like, oh my God, that's him. And I recognize him suddenly. I'm like, oh wow. Okay, cool. And throughout the time we're studying, she's like, he's looking at you. I think he recognizes you. Like he's looking at you. And I'm like, oh God, okay. That night, oh, that night, I receive a message from him. That's like, hey, I just realized I'm gonna be really busy for the next like two weeks, so we probably can't go for drinks. Jade, what? You don't remember this? You oh don't. Oh my remember god, me? no! Oh my god. So I knew by by via logic that he had seen me and thought, actually, I don't think she's all that attractive. <gasps> Oh my, god. I, oh my god oh my he god oh my god he said i realize i'm gonna be really busy from now until like you know
1: two years from now so i really can't go on a
0: date with
2: you
1: i am actually flabbergasted i am shocked because i think that i think that i knew the story but i didn't know it to that extent where i, I and also at the time i mean like the thing is i was like Oh my god, I feel like I feel like in that era, I honestly was thinking very little beyond myself anyway. So you might have told me that story and I was like and I was like,
0: oh whatever happened. No, I think that you I think that you from my memory, I, one, you were nervous about I don't think, yeah, I, also I, mean, think I was nervous. I, I think I told you later, and I think because I didn't want you to like feel bad for me also because we both had a we're supposed to have dates at the same time I didn't want you to be like I remember. shoot so I just said oh we cancelled we cancelled
1: yeah Um, that makes sense because I remember I remember feeling like somewhat upset because we were supposed to be going on dates at the same time and then you just kind of said that things felt through and I was like I didn't
0: want you to like not focus on your thing I didn't want you to be like oh shoot I have to comfort Jade now you guys I it's so funny because like I didn't know him that guy is a dick I mean like I didn't know him at all I didn't like even, I'll be honest, like I didn't think he was all that much to look at. Yeah. I, was just, I mean,
1: Sanders was a place. Yeah,
0: <laughs> It's just vibes. Like it I was, was just going to go for vibes, hard. you know, I was going to go for vibes. Mm-hmm. But despite all of that, just the feeling of being rejected, even by someone you don't like that much was so palpable and painful that I, I remember the night at night, like going into my room and just like, I had a good cry because I was just like, oh, that's right. I am ugly. I was like, I was like...
1: Oh, that's... <laughs> oh, that's okay. right. That's can correct. You- I am ugly and I'm loveable. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> no.
0: But, yeah, he just was not... Yeah, he, he clearly saw me and the was ad- not... Impl- the audacity. But that's the thing. I can laugh at it now. The audacity. <laughs> I can laugh at it now.
1: And I can appreciate me, that. Me, I'm not laughing. <laughs> Me, I'm actually so, like, fucking straight-faced right now. To his credit,
0: okay, if he was sitting with his friend who knew my friend and they were looking over and they were like, that's the girl you're going on a date with. You know, I was in the library. I probably wasn't looking my best. I probably hadn't slept at all. And I can understand. Okay. Now you
1: sound as delusional as me like saying that someone sat like like, (laughs) my second grade teacher sat on us. Like now you sound absolutely delusional. You're like, well, you know, like he just like kind of like hard rejected me, (laughs) like, you know, and it's totally fine. And he was in his right. No, the fuck he wasn't. And if you're listening right now, literally there's a way to go about doing stuff like that. You don't look at someone in the face. And then the, the next in like the evening be like sorry you know I'm just gonna be busy like that's not it the way you so do that that's, that's actually really fucked up it was so obvious like, to me
0: yeah. that he had just seen me and been like mm mm now it now oh I just God. like I like honestly that's it, ugly it is but at least it saved me going on a date and being
1: like he's yeah, so uninterested no, yeah he's he's yeah imagine or, or also he's just like not worth your time well that's true <laughs> so, no no but that's me getting found out. No, <laughs> No, that guy
0: rejected you. He's not worth your time. <laughs> He's, he was on the rugby team, y'all, which in St. Andrews is code for um, uh, misogynist. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Some of
0: the nice, ni- nice rugby boys listening to this,
1: being like, oh, "You know who you are. Shut up." If he wasn't doing the terrible things, he 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 was associated with it. But anyway, we're we're going on. a yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going off on. Anyway, <laughs> that was a he <laughs> doesn't deserve all this, but yeah, I think that's yeah. one
0: of the. Not only romantic rejections I can think of because I've definitely faced others like i've been I've been dumped before, which is like a sort of rejection. I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm realizing right now I don't go out on much of a limb to get rejected and a lot, what I will say is that I'm open to it um, because <laughs> you know that was a harsh rejection. That's like really harsh to think, wow, that person saw me in real life and thought I was so um like unattractive they had to cancel our date like they he didn't even think like maybe she's nice like I could he didn't even think he could have a fun time on that date he was
1: like it'll be unbearable oh my god yeah no I mean like I'm still so like in shock about that I'm just so in shock like that's that's like such an extreme sort of like reaction and that's something that's just like so unfounded and like literally has no reason like (laughs) he was just being a dick for no reason there's a way of going about it and like um for our male listeners for our uh, listeners who date women or date anyone there's a way of going about rejecting someone where you don't actually come, like where you don't have to come off as a dick <laughs> like, imagine so, that
0: it was such a moment for me in time it's a critical event and what's good about it is that i had a cry because i was like and it gave me a bit of a complex where i was like oh my god i'm catfishing people on
1: these apps so i remember that era yeah. and that makes so much sense to yeah. me now like because i remember that era where you had like this fixation where you were like And I'm catfishing people and I'm like looking at your photos and I'm looking at you and I'm like, Jade, you look like these photos, like shut the fuck up. But like, like the thing is, is it makes total sense now Yeah. because whatever, whatever that guy, I mean, the thing is, is like at the end of the day, we actually will never know what he was thinking. Yeah. So we actually don't know. He could have looked at you and he could have been like, I was expecting a certain persona or I was expecting a certain like kind of woman. And this person is actually out of my, like, out of like my sort of like understanding of like...
0: No, I'm serious. No, I know, I, I, but I thought you were gonna say i serious. I thought you were gonna say <laughs> out of my league, and I was like, it reminded me of this. Um, <laughs> this me I saw recently, which was talking to the girls for fifteen minutes. Minutes makes you go from he doesn't text me back because he doesn't like me to he doesn't text me back because he's scared of how much he likes me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say because she's out of
1: my league and I can't um,
0: go on a date with her. She's too attractive. <laughs>
1: I mean, it could have been that. Like, the thing is, is like, because at the time too, I, I at the time like dating around that era was so weird horrible. because I was also getting rejected left, right, and center. If you recall, Jade, I do, yeah, I do. which was I crazy. was also getting rejected because, like crazy, guys.
0: Like, it's crazy rejection. This is how you know you should never take it too personally because if y'all know what Desiree looks like and like what she, who if y'all she know is, what Jade looks it's like, it's just like and what is we, going on.
1: <laughs> Literally, like at the time, it was like you don't even know why these guys are rejecting you. You have no clue. It's like, oh my god, am I that horrible of a person? (laughs) But you know, deep down, like it's just like what it was so weird because at the time that Jade was going through that, I was also going through a series of rejections as well. Very weird, and it was actually me putting myself out on the limb, being like, hey, do you want to like grab a drink or something like that? These guys would be like, sure, and then the the time and place would come, and they would like pretty much cyber, um, what do you call it, like. St- stand me up.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, like the, it would be day of. I remember one particular event, day yeah. of, when
1: Desiree oh, texted
0: and said something like, that "We're still horrible. meeting in thirty minutes." The person didn't respond and- for hours. days,
1: hours. Yeah, that was that was actually one of my. Oh my god, that was that was like panic attack inducing. That was awful for me. Yeah,
0: no, that was awful. It was
1: horrible because I was like, oh my god. The thing is, like, especially like I don't know, like being. <laughs> Being in that era, like, I was, like, so self-conscious about, like, so much. And, like, I don't know, prepping yourself for a date just to, like, get 30 minutes before the date. And that person is not responding. You know where you're supposed to be. You know what time. It's absolutely, like, it was, it was crazy. And then seeing that person around again yeah. and that person just, like, acting as if they didn't know who I was. Yeah. Yo, there's a way. If you want to reject someone, there's a way.
0: By the way, this is something I forgot about my rejection as well. When I got the message that he said, I'm actually busy tonight. I can't see you. I had already done all my date prep.
2: Yeah. Now, yeah, we were done.
0: If, yeah. if you're a cishet man, you might not understand what this means. Maybe. I don't know. Anyone else I think would probably understand. The yeah. date prep that you go through or that one could go through is arduous. It's arduous. upwards of two hours or can be. Yes. Um, like thinking about the outfit. You take the big shower, you know what I mean? The
1: big shower. The
0: shaving, the exfoliating, the moisturizing, the hair washing, the hair blow drying, the uh, nail painting, the makeup doing, the, you know, the accessory planning. It, It takes so much time. It does. And I had just done all of that and I was ready like 30 minutes early to receive a message that's like, hey... Which and the message didn't say this, but like to receive a message that's like, I think you're fucking ugly. <laughs> like after I'd like really like you know, done myself up. Uh, oh my god, yes. Yeah.
1: That that era was actually very very strange, and I think that I think we'll never really truly know the reason because what you're saying no. is like absolutely not true. Um, so, and and that person knows it as well. But like yeah, I think I think I. It was really weird. I feel like at that time, like we both were experiencing, or I, I know I can speak for myself. I was experiencing a series of yeah. rejections when it came to dates. Like, literally, men were actually um, cyber standing me up, I guess. I don't know. What was crazy
0: about it is that you got that horrible, you got stood up horribly. Yeah. But then the same sort of thing happened again. Again, it happened like, twice. Again? Literally. In the same manner? because you like, know two what, rejections isn't mm-hmm. so special but two cyber standing ups in the exact same manner it felt like Was a conspiracy. very strange
1: do you remember because the one that stood out to me the most where i was like you're actually so fucked up was um uh oh my god what did we call him something fantastic mr fox yes
2: fantastic that mr. one fox.
1: that one was very strange to me this person like i don't know like i mean i had seen this person checking me out in the library i was like it's a go and that person was just like actually no i like like, I, I was like, do you want to get a drink on over Slender? And he was like, yeah, no, sounds good. And then completely ghosted.
0: I would love for That's a cishet so man to come explain, what explain this to us. What happened? You know, why? And what was interesting about Desiree's case was the other one, not Fantastic Mr. Fox, but the other one, who I do think we called Jude, actually. Oh my God! Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. For multiple reasons, Because so There were some similarities to me, actually. There was, a, yeah. I think he. Um, I,
1: I actually think he's from your area.
0: He is from my yeah. area. I
1: remember that. Yeah.
0: Um. What was so fascinating about that was that he stood her up for like a day and a half. It was insane, and then he kept trying to remake the plans, and yeah. then kept ghosting, ghosting her before anything yeah. was concrete. Oh my it, God, was I so that part. it was so weird. It was so weird because. It's sort of like the concept of which by the way we will definitely do an episode on. If he wanted to, he would. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. why did he keep messaging? It was like he wanted to but he couldn't follow through. It he was so weird. It was really or uh, or he bizarre. just didn't
1: want to follow through, like maybe like the game was literally just to like send the message to set this person up to like just not have anything happen.
0: I hate messaging. I hate messaging on dating apps and stuff. Yeah. I literally the times that I've been on dating apps, I will not engage in conversation. I will be like, so when are we meeting up? Yeah. Because I just can't. Same. I hate it. I, I hate, hate it. I hate the talking stage. I don't do it. I don't engage with it. Um, I'd rather just see the person and like get their vibe in, in real life. Yeah. But anyways, rejection, it happens. You know, mm-hmm. we've we've all been through it. Um and I feel like really it is so animalistic to be so afraid of it and to be so embarrassed by it because it's this thing of like, oh, I need to hide that I've been rejected so I still seem worthy, you know, to the world, to potential partners, to my friends, to myself. But in our current day and age, the fear of rejection that we have is kind of misplaced.
2: Like animals fearing
0: rejection, it makes sense. You need the pack you're a part of for resources, for survival. But rejection in the way that we currently face it, I mean, like I said... If you're not being like literally exiled, <laughs> like you know, your teacher rejects this, or your boss says you can't have your promotion, you know, these are all just things that do not threaten your yeah. actual ability to live the way that an animal facing rejection might. So, we kind of need to put away the fear of it and just learn that it is super normal and natural, and it does not indicate that we will not lead happy, good lives. Um, yeah, where we are not rejected next time or. Maybe we're not rejected seven times from now. You know, it's it's not such a big deal.
1: Yeah, it's not such a big deal. And I feel like, I don't know, like the fear of rejection really does manifest in our society in some kind of damaging ways. So obviously, we've talked about in cellular culture, yeah. Um, in
2: cellular, like in cellular culture,
1: tin canular, <laughs> in cellular, in cellular tin That's um, that's
0: what Jude, that's what Jude and Desiree's uh, podcast is. It's yes, Incellular. in cellular.
1: <gasps> oh my god, <goodness. laughs> guys, guys, welcome back to another episode of In cellular. Oh my god,
0: <laughs> that is so, that is so sick. Yo, welcome oh back to In cellular. Today, today we're today we're interviewing a man who is participating in No Nut November. <laughs>
1: actually so like it's so genius. <laughs> like yeah. Desiree and Jude actually having in cellular. I love that so much. <laughs> I I hope you guys like that too, actually, because like that's incredible. Um Yeah. But what I was what I was saying was like, um, like now in this day and age, and it's probably a lot of you out there who can relate to this, is like most of us who are have just recently graduated from university, we're looking for jobs. Um, yeah, I think that you get on LinkedIn, you get on, um, Instagram, you get on whatever social media and you see all of your friends having jobs, like all yeah. these, like, you know, and, and you're applying, you're sending 150 applications out and you just keep on getting rejected, 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 rejected. How are these people finding these amazing opportunities? And why is it that I'm still like in the shadows and I can't get my job? And I feel like, honestly, those people who do have the job or like are in their career, um, Quite a lot of the time, like, no one ever talks about how many times you have to be rejected in order to get yeah. that job that you want. Like, and yeah. so, like, I have a few friends now who are, like, you know, it's it's so hard to find a job lately. And, like, for a lot of us, it actually really is. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's just, it's crazy that we don't talk enough about rejection because... I feel like all these LinkedIn sort of like people are just like, I don't know, they mm-hmm. just show the the, the the successes and all of that stuff. But like even for on from my point of view, for like if there's anyone out there who's like in that boat, like the job that I have now, I only got after maybe like five months of like sending out applications. I mean, I was like a workhorse. I was a machine. I was sending out at least something like, at least five applications like a day, sometimes into the weekend, like literally, and all of them were getting rejected. This was the only place that accepted me out of like hundreds of applications that I sent out. So yeah, if, if I don't know, if anyone needs to hear that, just know that you're not like alone in that and you're going to be rejected tons and tons of tons of times um, until you finally get like that role that, that it is that you want.
0: And it's so funny because people would look at you and think, that you're super successful and like, you know, oh, she has this incredible job and they probably, you know, you know, it was probably a breeze. Like when people think of um, others where they currently are when they're in good places, we think that they just stumbled into it. Yeah. And we forget that like us, there was a struggle to get to that place a- at all. And you know, um, cause
1: I was sending you the voice and messages about like how I just yeah. felt so at some point just like very hopeless. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's, I think it ties into really this fear of failure because that's what rejection feels like. It feels like you failed something and, you know, grind culture, we don't agree with most of it, but what we can, um, what we can give capitalism a bit of credit for is this new found like Instagram grind culture infographic that tells you to embrace failure. I do think that that's true. Like the whole concept of you need to get really comfortable with not doing great or getting rejected or being told no um, in order to continually pursue what you're wanting to pursue and eventually succeed in it. Yeah, Um, I know with like music, like I said, I have my first gig coming up. It's nothing crazy. It's nothing huge, but it is still coming off of months and Months. months and months of people telling me no and people not wanting to work with me or people being too busy or people ghosting me. Um, And it can be so disheartening, but you need to get comfortable with the idea that, um, yeah, you're failing right now, but it's just clearing the path for you to succeed later on. Yeah. You know, it's just checking away the the non-viable options for you. It's not not evidence that you are not worthy of a success that is to come your way.
1: Oh, my God. That is the truth.
0: We also have some audience tings we could address. Speaking of rejection... Oh my we received a story, actually, which I'm so excited for because I've been waiting to get a story from people. It's from Kiki. Um, we actually Hi, went Kiki. to university with her and we actually worked with her, both of us. Yeah. Um, and this is the story she submitted. So I was a fresher and the very first night I met this boy and we flirted lots and he held my hand all the way to the students union. And on the second night we hung out, he gave me a piggyback and propped me on his shoulders. All seemed fun and vibes until another girl told me he had a girlfriend who was doing her degree in Glasgow. So obviously I didn't go near that again until a month after when the girls in our group told us they broke up and that he tried to hook up with one of the girls in their group. I got super drunk on Raisin, which is a really St. Andrews specific thing. Just know it's like a big school event. Um, I got super drunk on Raisin and was messaging him all day and decided to shoot my shot. He informed me that he was still with his girlfriend, and that was pretty much the end of that clown emoji. I'm pretty sure he ended up cheating on her, though.
1: Yeah, and well... So the question is...
0: Yeah, the question is, if he said he had broken up with his girlfriend to those other girls, and then to Kiki said he was still with his girlfriend, what is the truth? What is the truth? First of all... I was actually, sorry. Second of all, knowing Kiki... to be a fem cell, I'm like what? Productive yeah, man would why? have the
1: right to like. Yeah, I don't even um, understand it, the basis of that. I um, girl. I mean, ooh. there's just so much to get into with this alone. First of all, like we're literally dealing with this wishy washy, hot and cold guy, um, who yeah. does not have the balls or the courage to, I don't know, be honest about his status in terms of like literally what his mm-hmm. who he's dating and who he's not. And so the fact that Obviously it was known that this person had already had a girlfriend. Um, yet he was doing all that with you mm-hmm. is like actually showing me from the jump that this guy is very unreasonable. <laughs> I feel like yes. I don't know, like it's it's like you can't reason with unreasonable. Like it's it's precisely very I don't know, it's 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 just giving it's it's giving you're gonna like no matter what road you take with that person you're gonna fall flat on your face I literally
0: no messaged her back and I said not the piggyback ride to I'm actually dating someone pipeline literally that pipeline what is it I my sister and I always say this whenever like girls will be like yeah he was like really flirty but he has a girlfriend the response is girlfriend schmirlfriend." friend these men be out in these streets yeah like oh my God. toying around let me say a guy like this it's actually interesting despite Kind of, you know, in this story, the way Kiki sees it, she received rejection. Um, But despite that, he's actually horrified of rejection himself. Because to put your eggs in that many baskets and to, like, try and get, you know, as many girls interested in you as possible while you're dating someone. It means that you are terrified of not having interest in you at all times. And that you want to be doing all the rejecting, so no one can reject you.
1: Oof! And it's giving—it's giving insecure. Oh yeah, it's giving scarcity. It's giving lack. It's giving sickness. Like it's like <laughs> poverty. You girl, you weren't rejected. You literally dodged a bullet. Like I. Uh... Oh, so true.
0: So true. Kiki is also just like such a fabulous, incredible, talented, wonderful, intelligent woman. It's, I'm. I actually disgusted to think about a piggyback piggyback ride to I'm actually dating someone, Pipeline Man, coming near her. Uh, Like, you stay away. You stay away from her. There's actually another audience story that was submitted, which I know personally, because it comes from my flatmate, Sarah. And I'm wondering how we would feel about me bringing her in here to tell it herself. Oh my God, do it. So... Sarah is now with us in the studio, and she's going to tell us a really good story about rejection. Oh, God. Um, And she's playing... She's being very brave, and she's playing a good role in what we were talking about in the destigmatization of being rejected. So, Sarah, take it away.
2: Hello. Um, No, definitely. This has really shaped me as a person. It helped me grow. It gave me... um, You know, thickened my skin. This was probably... Um, maybe sophomore and junior year of high school. So dark time, rough time, uh, week time. And we're at a music festival, um, outside lands. shout out SF. Um, and it's kind of like Coachella in the way where like people get on people's shoulders, like listening to music. It's outside. It's awesome. This is like my second year going. So I'm like, I get it now. I know how to do it. I'm with my, my gals. Also important context. I'm five, nine, Um, I'm like, I'm taller. I'm like, I'm broader shouldered. And I'm with all my friends who are probably like five, three, three to five, five, maybe. Um, willowy girls, let's say. And (laughs) we're all together in like our little crew. And one of the gals starts flirting with this crew of guys. And I'm kind of like, I see what's happening. Like, this is awesome. Like, get it girl. Um, and then suddenly she's on his shoulders and she's now watching the music getting the vibes feeling just like in in the moment in the moment another girl gets on this other guy's shoulders everyone's kind of like oh no. matching up like pairing up with their dudes to get on their shoulders and i'm kind of just vibing um and then suddenly i'm the only girl with on two oh feet on my the floor God. <laughs> and they have one friend left magically we have an equal number he's probably my height are shorter, um, my same stature, and he kind of looks at me and he goes, "Uh, sh- do you do you want want to um, I up?" Uh. And I was like, "Me try just because I want the vibes. I want to be. I want to be oh up there. Oh my god, I you want to be a willow girl too? I get it. I want to be a willow girl. <laughs> I want. I want the fun view. And so I'm like, yes, maybe. And then so he bends down uh for me to get on his shoulders." And I'm like, okay, okay, brave girl, Sarah, brave girl. And then I like get on his shoulders and he starts like trying to get up. He's gr- reaching for other people in the crowd because it's like pretty prally- tightly packed to help him get up. Oh no. And I feel I feel his knees, I feel his knees buckling. Oh, so I feel them shaking. And I, I start hitting him on the head and I go, put me down. Put me <laughs> down. So, not, so with this, this nice, nice boy, he did not reject me science rejected me. Gravity Gravity Right, rejected me. right. Oh my god. <laughs> and then, then, but this is where it gets worse. He drops me down. We can't leave each other. All of my friends are on his friends. <laughs> so for the rest of the set, or as long as we're together, I have to gently sway oh, next to oh my-, my, my friend <laughs> who could not pick me up. And, I, and for, since that time, I, I just now have a fear of being lifted also mm-hmm. that kind of just that's like has, fear. I, yeah. I feel like most people should have that fear, um, <laughs> and yeah, so that was, that was probably one of my more humbling experiences, but I've grown, I've grown from it. I've grown yeah. from it. Oh my God. That's the resolution of the story. They <laughs> then ended up getting really drunk at this music festival. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Thank at you
1: so much At the very least, sharing. we washed it yeah. down with alcohol. Damn. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's such a relatable,
0: look, you're, you know, Sarah's five, Sarah's five, nine. I'm also like five, nine. Desiree's like five. I'm a tall gal as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we can all feel feel that feeling. I felt that one. Yeah. I've definitely had moments where men will try and like jovially pick me up and then I hear (laughs) the grunt Mm. that Uh emerges and
2: I'm like,
0: you know what? Stop. It's like, it's like when people say they're like, um, what is that, that term when you're um, like, your hung- your eyes are hungrier than your stomach. Oh, I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah. you need to know your limits, okay? <laughs> yeah. I didn't ask you to try and pick me no.
2: up. No. And now I have to hear you go, oh, oh, as oh. you're trying to lift me up. Also, yep. in context, I, it's... We were ju- sophomores or juniors in high school. So also men develop way later than women. Yes. So that's also important. Like yeah. this boy was looking like an eighth grader freshman. Yeah. I was looking like a woman. Yeah. And so it right. was also right. like, like a problem. In the whole science of it all. Oh my
1: god, no. Like Actually, when you were telling that story, it was reminding me of a similar situation I was in where, you know, you're having a good time, you're in the throes of passion and whatnot. And literally, the person that I was in the throes of passion with thought it was a good idea to pick me up. And when they picked me up, like the quiver in that man's arm and the core shaking. I, it was the, like, it literally immediately took me out of the passionate throes, indeed, because,
0: yes. oh, and it's always, like, who asked you? You do no not have to I do know, it. You didn't have
2: to do that. I didn't like, say uppies. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't say uppies, <laughs> okay? Honestly, like,
0: I'm, I'm, like, really trying to develop strength in the gym right now, so, like, I'm going to start lifting men up and grunting and see how they feel about it. Yeah, see how it. you feel. Yeah. Yeah you're gonna pr with lifting
1: someone yeah, lift
0: these, i'm gonna uppies all these men <laughs> <laughs> those memes uppies. of like short kings short kings at the club it was like <laughs> it was like when i see a girl who's five nine as a five five man it's like
2: uppies, uppies. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's me at bars in la where my head is just above everyone i'm just like <laughs> all these men mommy uppies
1: <laughs>
2: um Oh my oh, yeah.
0: God! Well, thank you so much for telling your story. You're that was awesome. a great one. Um, um,
1: I fully
2: enjoyed it. It's a that story one. I'm
1: really, I'm really proud of. You know, it
0: built. Yeah, it built a lot of character. Well, I just really felt it in my soul. That <laughs> right, feeling it's a of like looking, story. Looking at looking at someone and you know you're like, like you do not have the capacity. You, you don't have the capacity. <laughs> we do not have the capacity. I was like, the, uh, and here we go. And I. You're gonna do it anyways, and I'm gonna yep. be a good sport, and I'm gonna try. But it's all gonna—all the consequences are on me yeah. at the end of the day. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. just such a feeling. Well,
2: um, thank you guys. Well, thank you, thank you uh, for
0: coming on. I can't believe we got the yes. Guest thanks right so you much so <laughs> well, a round can't wait
2: applause. for being featured. Well, Ryan de
0: destigmatizing rejection from gravity. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. No one
2: should be on anyone's shoulders. It's all a safety hazard. <laughs> oh okay okay goodbye goodbye
1: I- Love thank you me. queen oh my god yeah jeez you know yeah. oh oh my god i i have to feel i have to feel for that one because yeah. i unfortunately yeah I, like as said before i feel like most of us tall girls have been in a situation such as that
0: the 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 tea is is that like also at the same time i have been successfully picked up by people it's just that like y- a lot of these guys out in these streets and this isn't shade this is just truth y'all think you're stronger than you are yeah you know Mm -hmm. it like you y'all think you are stronger than you are and um that's like it's okay not to be (laughs) as physically strong as to like lift someone as tall as me with ease at the same time don't try it then
1: (laughs) yeah like just just don't do it hubris. who do you think you are (laughs) <laughs> that's the thing. I, I feel like specifically with that, like, I think I liked what Sarah said where she was like, and like, the thing is, is like, at this point in time, I'm a full woman. And like, to be yes. a woman, like you're picking up, you're not picking up a little, you know, five year old girl, like you're picking up a woman, like, <laughs> you gotta be conscious of that. Like, this isn't you like some sort strong. of like weird 1950s, like, I don't know, like cartoon. Yeah. like you're that's weight. That's pressure. I know. Baby. That's pressure. Every
0: time, every time I've been picked up by a man, I like screech. I don't enjoy yeah, I it, don't like it. I I'm don't like so, it. Because I'm just so, I'm so concerned about the repercussions.
1: Yeah. And also too, like the thing is, is I, as someone who is not picked up very often, if any at all nowadays, like it's just like to be picked up again is like, I, I spend most of my life on my two feet. You know, like literally like my center of yeah. gravity is like normal most of the time. I don't it, it actually really puts me on edge to be lifted and to have my son my center of gravity be out of whack. Like it's like I can I fall. Know. I literally can fall. I can hurt myself. I can hurt you. I can yeah. like literally feel so self-conscious. Can you just leave me on the ground? Is that all right?
0: And that's a, that's the thing. It's like don't make me feel self-conscious for something I didn't yeah. ask for. I, I did not say uppies. I didn't say like I didn't ask for uppies. I didn't say like <laughs> oh, I really want to be picked up and twirled around. Like you made that choice and now I have to feel sorry about it for some yeah. reason. Yeah. Although I wonder if men, I wonder if men would actually see it differently and be like, "No, you shouldn't feel embarrassed like they feel embarrassed that they couldn't do it. Maybe
2: mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: But for for me, when I'm in, whenever I've been in that situation, and the pickup was arduous or a failure, I feel like terrible about myself. It also just like if you're about to um, engage in a specific uh, manner
1: Act- activity, nothing is
0: yes. a bigger. Nothing is a bigger turn off than feeling like you just broke someone's
2: back.
0: Literally. Like. like the description Sarah said, but she said I could feel his
1: knees, like his knees buckling.
0: There's not a bigger turnoff on the planet. To-
1: <laughs> and also so to bad. not to get like a little like a little more like graphic, but I don't know. The last time I've been picked up, I could literally feel like the thing is is like
2: <laughs> I could
1: feel <laughs> I'm so nervous. Like myself spilling out of that person's arms. I don't know how to I don't know how to properly like say this like the thing is, is like I don't have I don't have like when you pick me up you're not picking up a doll who's like I mean gravity is gonna cause my like f- the fat the natural fat that occurs on my body to go mm. downwards you know what I mean and like, <laughs> like you're picking me up and you're envisioning this sort of like I don't know like this tight ass body kind of situation gravity is gonna come into play and I'm gonna look I'm gonna look like I'm gonna look like you are the only thing that's keeping my body above the ground, and it's not gonna look that flattering. Actually, it's not gonna look as flattering as you think it does. I'm gonna be that's honest.
0: A, there's different pickups. The ones that are like um, princess carry, like the husband carrying the wife into the into the doorway, that's the least flattering um one for me at least to be in yeah. because like you've you've folded me in half yeah. and I can also feel I can always feel like the friction of my skin against their forearm right like they're desperately yeah. oh really oh trying God. to keep me up I much prefer a pickup <laughs> this is so like this is about to be graphic log off once again if you know me like yeah. log off um I'd much prefer a pickup where that would go from like um, where you're facing that person right. and they maybe and they could, could like you- hold you up. Like it's like a straddle to stand situation. Right. Um, if that makes any sense, that's like a little more, uh, that has, that's more flattering. But the like princess Carrie, like the
1: spillage you're talking The spillage, the spilling <laughs> over. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like.
0: I'm <laughs> just feeling folded up, like feeling like a, like someone's like beach chair.
1: I've just, I've never felt dainty being picked up in any way. I've never felt dainty. No like no no we're going to have an episode dedicated to that <laughs> to, being <laughs> to being That's picked so up to being picked up because gravity. We, we've literally talked so long on just being picked up I know I'm keeping it all I in I almost forgot that this show is about rejection <laughs> yeah I, <laughs> <laughs> Gravity was rejecting her
0: yeah Gravity this is maybe rejected. one of our silliest this is maybe one of our silliest episodes so far I feel like we didn't even talk
1: about rejection all that no much. barely
0: but to be fair rejection's one of those things where it bridges into so much, you know, it's not, it's rejection doesn't stand on its own. It's connected to events and people like it just, it, it occurs because of interpersonal relationships and stupid situations. So we had to do what we had to do this episode. We're definitely going to have to wrap it up. (laughs) Um, But thanks so much for coming along on this ride with us. Um, If you liked what you heard here today, You can uh, subscribe to us, hear our episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us um, on Instagram at tincandular.podcast. If you want to submit your own stories, see what we're posting, engage, you know, be an active audience member, maybe.
1: Yeah, try that. that. Come
0: on. Yeah, how about that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're we're rejecting you. We love you guys so much.
0: (laughs) Yes. Well bye bye now have a wonderful week bye guys